Spoiler alert! This podcast will discuss events in the most recent episode of the television show it covers. If you do not wish to be spoiled, please watch the most recent episode before listening. Dedicated to Showtime series Homeland, you are listening to the Homeland Field Division podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdick. Hey, and welcome to Homeland Field Division podcast, episode 36 of the podcast. This week we are reviewing season five, episode six, Parabiosis, written by Chip Johansson and Ted Mann and directed by one of my favorite directors, Alex Graves. He's been part of a lot of things that I love. Uh, did a couple of great episodes of Game of Thrones, did lots of great episodes of The West Wing, uh, and uh, has contributed in Homeland as well. My name is Matt Murdick, and I am from homelandfielddivision.wordpress.com. That's your one-stop shop for all things this podcast, including how to contact us, like Homeland Field on Twitter, or homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com if you have any thoughts about each week's episode, which I always at least pick one email out every week and read it. And I guess that's all you need to know about the podcast. If you could, please leave me a review on iTunes. Uh, It helps me stay more noticeable among all the other great Homeland podcasts. Enough plugging. Let's go straight into talking about this episode. Again, Parabiosis, written by Chip Johansson and Ted Mann and directed by Alex Graves. Well, the first thing I got to say is I had to look up what parabiosis means because I had no idea. Uh, And here is the definition. The anatomical joining of two individuals, especially artificially, in physiological research. So I'm not exactly sure why this is titled that. Um, I guess you could say directly it's about maybe the blood transfusion um, that our good Samaritan gave to Quinn. But I kind of find much more meaning of it in the mental state of things, like Saul coming around to Carrie's thinking during um, sticking up for Saul in the club. Anyway, I I found uh, that title just a a little weird and specific for what we saw in this episode. If you have any thoughts about what it means, uh, feel free to send me an email, homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave a voicemail at 314-669-1840. And just as a general thought, you know, for all of the collusion or the conspiracy thoughts that I've been having throughout this whole season, and especially even last week, this episode seemed to be amazingly transparent, so much so that it was a little jarring to me. It, w- it was the perfect way to flip everything on its head yet again because they make you want to come up with all of these crazy ideas as to what could actually be going on. And then they show you that things maybe are just going on as they seem or at least uh, on the surface because it seems like Quinn did just happen to stumble upon a good person who happens to be a Muslim without any help from Jonas or anyone. It seems that Saul really did distrust Carrie. There's no game there. Or that Dar really does distrust Saul. No game there. It seems like the Russians really are the main players in everything. No game there. It seems like During really just does care about Carrie. Uh, You can go on and on about how the simplistic becomes the perfect surprise for crackpot theorists such as myself. 
Uh, I loved it. It was very sobering to see everything again, just really, really transparent. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that I buy all of the transparency because they still have several episodes to flip things around into conspiracy and collusion yet again. But for now, I really don't have anything to theorize uh, about. And that's kind of a breath of fresh air because instead of, you know, like having to think really hard about this episode, I got to feel what was going on in this episode. Like I got to feel the building paranoia in Saul and the way that he's being set up by Allison. You know, I got to feel more hatred for Allison. I mean, what a snake she is. I was really amazed by Saul's response to Carrie at first. And, and while it seemed very harsh, it also ended up seeming very real to me once it sunk in. Um, I do find it a little hard to believe that Saul needed Carrie to tell him that he was being followed, given all of Saul's years of experience. But Mandy Patankin's performance um, from there on out, I mean that whole spiraling out of control paranoia and the thought process that he was being set up, um, have deciding that there has to be someone on the inside, um, that is orchestrating this, the confrontation with Dar, the decision to help carry and the way he got the documents. And, and then he trusted during enough to get those files to carry. I mean, everything Saul was really, really good this week. And I'm glad that we got a chance to focus on him without really that much of the outside being in every single scene. We got to spend some time alone with Saul, which I think should be telling to us as to where he's really at. One last thing about Saul, that whole bit about why Dar finds it so easy to distrust him because of that leak to Mossad or whatever, that was a really nice little piece of information to help develop their relationship um, and explain a lot of kind of the standoffishness stuff that we've seen in the past with them. Now, as for Carrie being on the other end of Saul's misplaced judgment, and then he resolves to help her in the end. But um, as for Carrie herself, I mean, right off the bat at the beginning of this episode, after she talks to Saul, the loss of confidence and, and loss of hope um when Saul confronted her, she was really too confused to fully comprehend it. She just couldn't believe that he was saying this. But then when she got back to find that Jonas was pissed too and Quinn is gone, everything comes crashing down on her and she comes to this conclusion that she's the source of problems for everyone. <laughs> That's something that some fans uh, tend to say from time to time when they find Carrie overly annoying. Uh, Probably every fan has said that about Carrie at one point in just about every season. But when she finally turns to During, who seems more than willing to help her out, um, she's really down in the dumps. And there hasn't been a single thing, really, when it comes to During that I, I can cite that makes me mistrust him at all. But I just have this little tingle, and I can't quite put my finger on it. I mean, he's almost just a little too straight-laced. Jonas, um, now I think that he's just a pissed-off boyfriend. Think of all the things that he's gone through in the last, you know, however many hours it's been since the, the attempt on Carrie's life. Carrie has essentially abandoned her job with During also 
but he's still willing to help her. And for now, I'm just thankful that he did pass on Saul's package to her because between, you know, her deleting the pictures of her daughter, that was heartbreaking. And, you know, the whole staring at, into Jonas's window, which was a little creepy. <laughs> I mean, I was fully convinced that, that she was really saying goodbye. She was really going to make herself disappear. And I could feel Carrie's feelings of failure and disappointment. And I really love the idea that Saul finally came through for her. I mean, it's not like she was beaming when she got that package from During, but it was just enough to see that a, a little flash of hope reinstilled in her, a little flash of confidence, um, not feeling as worthless and not feeling like she needed to disappear herself. Speaking of people trying to disappear themselves, I mean, what about Quinn's storyline this week? That great Muslim doctor character, he was just wonderful in this episode. And again, it all seems very transparent. I mean, there is a terrorist element there of sorts in the building, but I'm glad that seemingly Quinn's quote-unquote savior really isn't part of that. Um, guest rights definitely has its privileges in that religion. I don't think Quinn would have made it out of his first scene with the bully. Yet, even though that bully was the most outspoken, it, it's pretty clear to me that the guy who's actually in charge of all of this, the guy who probably everybody considers the leader of this group, is the guy who was given orders after the showdown fight. Uh, I think that he's the guy that we probably ought to fear most. Um, out of this group of people. And I'm, I'm not fully convinced that Quinn is completely out of danger for the moment, either from this group of people or his medical condition, but I'm definitely convinced that he wasn't sought out by this group. I can almost see a situation down the line where Quinn has to take some of these guys out and his new friend here is going to get his heart broken because of it. Um, but anyway, for a guy who was nearly dead last episode, uh, we did get some great one-liners and some real kick-ass action from our, our boy Quinn this week. So that was great. And despite that this episode was very much, kind of, to me at least, a, a very resetting of the board with not a whole lot of forward movement other than the Saul stuff, of course, I still really love this episode. Uh, I, I love that this show has me grasping at straws on one episode and then just goes completely towards like the most logical explanation in the next episode. And, you know, next week they'll probably have me grasping at straws again because that's the kind of fun ride this season has been for me. But because of the emotional content and, and the focus on Saul and um, the way that, you know, it is what it is seemingly in this episode... I'm giving this episode an 8.5. It was just uh, fantastic. And I do have a, a quick email from Joan. It was actually a, a, a little, there was a little more to it, but this week's episode kind of answered uh, a couple of her questions, so I'm going to leave those out. But this is in regard to last week's episode where she says two words, hated it. Quinn, a suicidal whimpering mess. Horrible, just horrible. Yes, I am a Quinn and Rupert friend junkie. Yes, we got more information. Whoopee. And just as an afterthought, if the Homeland creators wanted to do a spinoff with Dara Doll, Quinn, and throw in 
a helping of Astrid, I'm on board. I'm just tired of Saul's character and Carrie's character, and I'm a big fan of Mandy Patinkin. All right, uh, Joan, thanks for the email. I I feel like uh, hopefully Saul will have won you back a little bit this week. Um, I never get too tired of Saul. He's been, the last couple seasons, he's been not nearly as prominent, uh, and I could see why you would think that he's not um, as strong as he was before. But I I think that this episode uh, really threw Saul in our face again and, and, and made him likable, very likable again. As for Carrie, you know, uh, this may be another episode where you're saying Carrie's dragging everybody down, just like Carrie's feeling herself. Um, but I always get the the little heart problem with, with Carrie. I mean, she, I don't know. There's just some reason that I'm more empathetic to her than I can ever be annoyed by her. Uh, and she has annoyed me from time to time. But um, the empathy always wins out in the end. And... I guess that's all there is for this particular episode. Once again, Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com if you have any thoughts, or you can tweet at Homeland Field on Twitter. This is Matt. We'll see you again next week. Take care. Bye. Find all back episodes of the podcast and contact and social media information at Homeland Field Division Podcast.wordpress.com. Submit feedback to the podcast via email at homelandfielddivisionpodcast at gmail.com or by calling the listener line 314-669-1840.